Welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. And every so often I meet an entrepreneur who embodies the meaning of building an altruistic business, one that has a much grander sort of a social impact in the community, specifically the community of color in this case. And today's guest, Rosetta Bryson, is, is, is here to talk to us about the great things that she's doing. She is a highly sought after speaker, mentor, and financial strategist. But it's clear to me after talking to Rosetta that she has done so many things in, in her career that span from faith, activism, politics, finance, leadership, education, and so much more. Rosetta, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Alex. I'm just grateful to be here. Love your show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about you and, uh, you know, sort of your background, where you started. Well, let's see. I am, I was raised in the Midwest, center of everything, Kansas City, Missouri, to a father who was a Marine and a mother who was just a stay at home, but she had a hustle wherever she needed to have a hustle. I'm the third of fifth children, you know, four girls, one boy, and uh, everybody talked fast. So you had to have a thought and <laughs> get it in or you would just be run over. So uh, I'm one that talks fast. I probably still talk fast. Um, so uh, grew up on as a person of color. You know, our family's a black family and an all white block where our block was white, all white for 18 years, except for our family. So it grew up inherently knowing that I was a black person and had to do more, be more. And it set an ambition, not just for myself, but I think for my whole family, my whole sisters. And so we work, 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 wherever we had to do. I had a job throwing papers, which by the way, I got fired from. I was just like, <laughs> after two blocks, you had to get them, you had to roll them, you got to put a piece of a rubber band around them. I jumped the fence and went back home and I was like, take your papers. I don't think that's the job for me, but I always had the the hustle my family had to hustle my mother um you know she took this one job uh there was a there's a small black owned company they had a job uh, as a cleaning business and they worked for this pharmaceutical company called Marion Laboratories my mother was one of their best workers and so she got to clean the CEO's office so sometimes she dragged me along and you know as a teenager you just like well, I gotta go through these bathrooms and take the trash out and she's like come into the CEO's office and I went to the CEO's office and I looked around that office was as big as my house and I thought now how do I get there how do I get there? That was as a little, little girl I was in, but that owner, his name was, uh, the name of the company was Marion Laboratories. And the owner turned out to be the uh, head, the owner of Ewing Kaufman who owned the Kansas City Chiefs and Ro Kansas City Royals. And so I was like, okay, this is how it works. This is what it looks like. Let's, let's move on. So went to high school, went to college after, after high school, went to moved out of Kansas City, which I thought was a, still going to be a tad too racist for me, moved to can moved to DC, which I love, mm -hmm. uh, ended up going to UDC, becoming the student government president. I was working full-time. We didn't, we weren't rich enough that I could just go to school, you know, and I had to work my way through school. So I had a 40 hour job working my way through college until one of my political science professors said, you should run for student government president. You talk a lot. So you should run for student <laughs> government president. And I was like, no, but I got to work because I pay my own way through school. And they were like, but the tuition is part of the gig. You get all your Boom. books and tuition <laughs> pay for. And so I knew nobody because I was in and out student. I went in and said, who is the most famous guy on this campus? The one that all the girls like. I was like, you're my vice president. 
I found a, a Chinese guy saying, you are the, uh, I was diverse even back then. You are the treasurer. And I found a guy that's a sergeant of arms. I said, I will pay for your school and your books. You just can never vote me out. So I went, I hustled my way and came out of undergraduate with zero, owing zero money, but I worked that thing. So I was like, okay. This is, this, is, this is how it's going to be. I went to grad school at Emory. Then I went to Emory and this is where I probably my mindset changed because I'm, I went to an HBCU. Uh, the District of Columbia is a historical black college and university. And then I go to Emory, which is the Harvard of the South. I'm just like, what is this money? You know. And back then you would go and register in the gym. So I went to the gym and I just need to say this. I went to the gym. But I was like, this place is huge. And then they had all these people. You know, we were basically latchkey kids. Oh, all these people with their parents and taking them up. And, you know, there was two lines, the, the kids, their parents and cha-ching, MasterCard, Visa, American Express, the back card. And then they would, they looked at my papers and you go to that line. And so this line was the line where you sign your life away. You know, you had to pay tuition, housing, uh, uh, books before you ever took a class. And I thought to myself, I was just standing there. I'm in the wrong line. I'm in the wrong line. How do I get to that? And why am I not in that line? How, and right. I have to do something to change it so that the generation that comes after me is not in the wrong line. So that's how it started. Well, nice. No, and I think so much of what you just talked about touches on what, you know, we all experience through life, you know, it's the impact of money, finances. Yeah. Yes. And how you, if you're not exposed to financial literacy, you know, at, at an early age, if your parents can't because they're working too many jobs, that yes. was definitely the case for me and my sister. Um, it is what it is. They're, they, you know, they, they just have to put food on the table and put a roof over your head and they don't have yeah, time. And that was good. And that was good for, for us because I get all these people saying, I don't remember my parents being able to go to five kids now, being able to go to an after-school event, a drama, track practice, mm -mm. you know, all these soccer moms. Now, soccer moms, when you've got bills to pay, <laughs> <laughs> watch. No, so, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I played yeah. basketball in high school. My parents never showed up to a game because couldn't do that. And that was okay with me. But, but I, I think to I your point. Less. Yes. Keep going. Yeah, but I, I, I think to your point, you know, it's like the opportunities in front of you. And clearly you saw that opportunity and said, Hey, this is the path that I want to go in. And the yeah. influences of being, seeing that CEO's office and having the big dreams and, and then paving that path. And then I think you and I were talking about it earlier and you said, it's just keep working, put your head down and keep working. Don't worry about, you know, because it comes to you, right? For, yeah. A lot of people are looking for pat on the back, a title, all of that. I just, if I just, my motto is just do the work because if you do the work, everything else is going to come to you. That you're, you're so good. They can't fire you. They can't let you go. You're that, you're <laughs> that, that's, you know, you just do the work. You don't have to exploit yourself. There's a lot of, you know, these young people who have never had a job and they just want to, don't want to call it college. They just want to become Bill Gates overnight. There's still some work involved. And so I, mm -hmm. I tell people you have, you can't be afraid to work. And so it was at Emory that I met a guy and, uh, you know, when I say I worked my way through school, I would, I worked temp jobs, you know, but I could talk and, you know, Goldstein and, and labor, you know, how can I help you? I was the person at the front desk and I would see how business was run. And that temp job, let me see all that was going on in corporate America. Let me hear it, see it. I worked for law firms, I worked for this. And so um, when I went to Emory, there was a guy and it's about opportunity. 
And I want to say that mm-hmm. if you have an opportunity, take it. The guy, so I, I read the, I was like, what are they reading? You know, and then I would take the bus in the subway. So I was on the, the people back then before there was COVID. If you left the piece of paper, I was like, that's the Wall Street Journal. What y'all got? <laughs> I knew what, what is that? What is lumber? What is oil? What is it? People making money on this. So I was just, so when I got to Emory, I met a guy and he was like, what if you had to do anything you want to do? I said, I would trade because I don't know enough about it, but I would do it. He's like, oh, you know, just so you know, my dad, you know, he sort of owns his own hedge fund and um, come an intern. So I went and interned and I didn't know anything and I loved it. And one of the things that the guys would say, um, they're like, you know, we got to be out of here by 12 because every day, because you know, just how much money can one man make? And I was just like, what? I, I, <laughs> I, I, this is going to get me out of the line. And, and, but I did the interning. I learned everything. I wrote down what I didn't know, went home, looked it up, you know, you know, before there was a Google, look it up, you know, what is derivatives? What is commodities? What is, you know, ask the people they like me. And then lo and behold, after doing that a couple of years, they had some, you know, the ballers, the, the, the young people that came from Harvard and Wharton and Princeton uh, with their series seven license, but uh, don't know how to trade. And they would say, come to Rosetta, send them to Rosetta. Rosetta, you teach them. And uh, so I would teach them and they would get great. They were like, well, come join us. And I was like, but I'm on a different trajectory. You know, I don't think that's what I want to do, but send your people to me. So that's what kept me money in my pocket because I was teaching people how to trade. They were like, well, just teach us what you teach them. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I must have something here. So I just held on to it for a while and uh, always traded, always took their people because they would have other people do it, but they were not as good. So I had a way of teaching, a method that I taught. And I was like, throw everything out of your mind. Let me teach you how to trade and make money. I want to teach you how to trade and be profitable. I want to teach you how to pay so you can be on the floor like the institutional traders versus. And so when I did that, I decided I'm going to do this on my own. And we did it before there was a GameStop. This is uh, 2016. I was like, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's make this money. But I became, I got good at it and told my friends and family, they got good at it. I was like, let's start the company. I back tested people. It worked. And we started 2017. We were profitable day one, which is different. And Mm -hmm. we've got great reviews and people were like telling their sisters, uncles and cousins, but most of the people were coming because they knew me in the industry, but Mm -hmm. they were white. They were, they were white men, you know, love to trade young people, but that, and I was like, there's got to be a way. Why, why aren't my people coming? People that look like me, people who are sure. women, people who are brown, people who are black, and it's all access. They've not, they're not given the same access. They're not, they're not uh, uh, segued, you know, you want to right. well, think opportunity. Yeah. And I think in many cases, Rosetta, I mean, I'm on the marketing side, lead generation. I've been doing it for over 10 years. Often it's it, the many brands yeah. You know, I'm not picking on any, anyone specifically, but many of those financial brands, when they're targeting the audience for those marketing campaigns, they are actually singling out, you know, higher income, white, and, and certain geographic locations, certain zip codes with the highest income. Absolutely. And so, you know, if you don't put it in front of people, how are they supposed to know about it? Because we, we know in the education system, you know, K through 12, the schools just don't have the time, the resources, the expertise to teach kids at an early age. They should, right? Yeah. But they don't. And so if the parents can't, if they're not exposed to it at an early age or get that kind of a peak like you did of, of interest, right? then they're, you know, I mean, how many people, I know many people who are my age and older who are, you know, have made good money, but have never invested because 
they, they just were never talked to, you know? And, and so and it's one of those things. I think you're doing a great job with the, with uh, your simple trader pro. And I definitely want you to talk a little bit about that because I think that's the company you're talking about, right? Yeah. There's two parts to that. And let me just go back to what you're saying, because a lot of people, when they have the opportunity, they know, because you don't know what you don't know. They don't even know mm -hmm. how to use it because they're used to that. You worked all your life. You have this money. You think you're doing something because you're sitting in a 401k, a Roth I, where you're making no money on it, no interest. And the people, or you're, you're part of a teacher's union, um, uh, fireman's union, hospital union, they take your money. They take your dues, invest your money, give you pennies, maybe one or two pennies on the dollars that they make. And I try to tell it to this, like people, like if you did a trade, uh, like a, a broker did a trade, it's a hundred dollars. It went up to $200 that day and then came back to you 101. They would give you the money based on 101 and they made everything in between. And so I need you mm -hmm. to understand they could get in and out and out and in. And at the end of the day, that says 101, that's what you get. So they are taking your money and that's, that's what you have to know if you don't, but you don't know what you don't know. And so if I could just, the, the power, uh, people are sitting on wealth, they think they own a home and it, and it bothers me because then they're, they work all of their life, they retire and they die. They don't get any opportunity to really live life. So if I could find young people and people of color and women and say, hey, there's another way. There's a way that you can trade yourself. No one's taking your money. You're trading it yourself. It will change your life. I promise, Alex, people, I can do three things. I can teach you how to trade anywhere in the world. I can teach you how to trade and never lose your principal. And I can teach you how to trade your way out of an ordinary life into an extraordinary one. And that is the ability to dream. I want you to be able to dream. Why, why are, why is it your family that never takes a vacation? Why, why can't right. you? Yeah. I need you to be able to dream. And I believe trading does that. So uh, that's, no, I, that's, that's I, I, I love it. No, I love it because I think that even for people who are well-educated um, it, it is a little bit, um, uh, it, it can be a little bit scary to get yeah. out there and trade on your own. So if you, if you hire a financial planner, maybe, maybe it's a fiduciary, maybe, maybe it is a, a traditional uh, uh, um, firm, but in either case, you're kind of like, Hey, I'm not going to put the time into it because this is kind of scary. And, yeah. um, and I think that that's what you're doing is just building that bridge to yes. make it uh, simple. Right. Yes. And I, and I think in some cases, I, obviously, as you were mentioning, you, you started before some of these companies like Robin hood and them who have been yes. democratizing, um, the, the FinTech space for young people, but talk to me about your Gen Z and what you're doing specifically to help that population. Well, let me just say about Robinhood. I'm I'm one of those people that likes Robinhood. I wish they would do more in terms of, of education, but that's what I'm here for. Um, but I think mm -hmm. that they give access. And so I'm not going to poo-poo them because no one else was giving access. They sort of cut a mid middle guy out. Um, they're making a lot mm -hmm. of money doing it. And I believe within the next couple of years or so, if not sooner, Simple Trader Pro will be an option to your Robinhood. So that's all I can say about that. But Great. in regards awesome. to... In regards to um, the Gen Z, I believe, and this mm -hmm. is just me, that if I can catch kids between the middle school, you know, the sixth mm -hmm. through the ninth grade, I cannot wait to high school. If I can teach you to trade in middle school, like people who don't look like me teach their kids to trade. If I can teach you to trade, I mean, really, really trade um, between the sixth and the ninth grade, I believe you'll, you'll never have to worry about college. I believe mm -hmm. you'll never sell a drug. I believe that you, you, your trajectory has changed. I believe that by the time you're 30, you'll be wealthy. That's what I know. 
Yeah. And, and isn't it true too, that when you expose them, I've been involved in a lot of um, entrepreneurial programs for young kids and even programs like junior achievement and others who do spread financial literacy. But what I've noticed over time is when I mentor young people, like you're saying sixth to ninth grade, or even college kids is you open up their minds to this world of entrepreneurship as well. So they yes. start to learn about trading, investing in companies. All of a sudden they're thinking, okay, a company is made up of employees and decision makers and there's money and HR and sales and marketing, they start to really build some good business acumen, which is, is very valuable for anyone, right? Yes. Aside from the investing and getting an ROI. Yes. And I so. think, I think if we take it now, the next step, which is me to what is a stock and what does a stock do and do what I have ownership in a company. What does that mean? How does it work? And there's a difference between trading, what I do, which means get in and out of the market every day versus investing. It doesn't matter if you're an institutional mm. trader or a retail trader like I am, uh, there, there is something to be said. So if you, I tell people, once you learn to trade, make your money, then, you know, some people flip houses, some people do you other entrepreneurial work, some people, you know, travel the world, some people then go back and invest. And if you're a trader, you know what to invest in. And so um, I just think that there, there, there are two parallel tracks, but I think you need to know both. So a lot of times they're teaching people about um, investing, you know, put your money here, wait to a three-year yield, five-year yield. I get that. I'm with you. I, I'm invest, but there's something about making this money that, they're, that, that has really been capped. It's almost like a secret because I ask this to people all the time. How many traders have you ever met that told you they trade? Right. How many people? Uh, not that often. You, how many people that yeah. you that Oh, you me. Made? Um, I probably know a handful, maybe yeah. that's it. And then yeah. they, they don't want to talk to you anymore. They're not telling you, they're not telling you <laughs> how they do it. Have you ever met? Yeah, it's just a family. I do do it. They're not going right. to. Right. Yeah. I had uh, early on just uh, my, my stepdad and really because he exposed me, I think I was 19, my first IRA, I you know started investing when I was 19. And from there, um, uh, Thinkorswim and Ameritrade and all these other tools that were out there that I could build these screeners. And I really became interested in it, even though I knew I needed to grow my businesses and my clients' businesses, I knew that, okay, that return, that, that retained earnings and, and profit that comes out, right? Mm -hmm. um, where am I going to put it, right? Because I'm not a big spender. And uh, what am I going to do with that money? So you want to build a legacy, you want to build wealth, and definitely trading becomes important. So uh, I, I think you're absolutely right. There's a difference between investing and trading and um, I know a couple day traders who talk about it and I know plenty of crypto people who will tell you flat out that they're trading, but you know, that's a little bit different. I see that more like gambling and I'd love to get gambling. your take on, it's not gambling. Uh, on cryptocurrency. <laughs> love crypto. Let's start with that. Love crypto. Okay. Love crypto. I think it's a, now, mm -hmm, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask you, I say gambling because of this, there's a lot of I know personally many people who got into crypto without understanding the principles of investing and trading in equities, okay, in traditional investments. And because it's so easy to do to trade in crypto, when you start to ask these people, right, uh, most of them Gen Xers and millennials that I personally know, when I ask them, like, what, what, what's your tax liability? I, I have no idea. And you're like, so do you really understand what you're doing. And that's why I'm saying gambling, because you have to educate yourself in the entire ecosystem. It isn't just investing today and then 
seeing a, a, a you know a net net tomorrow you right. have to think about what else is going to happen and often they don't and and these platforms like crypto.com and coinbase they don't tell them that either right they're not saying like go talk to your cpa your bookkeeper your you know find out what the liability is when you are buying and selling the these cryptocurrencies you know yes. Yes. Um, one of the things that we do is we probably do the whole thing. So when you come into Simple Trader Pro, we're just assuming that you know nothing. Whether So we mm -hmm. take people that have traded, that have never traded, we run them through. We take people that have traded before, but haven't been profitable and say, come on, I need you to put that out of your mind, learn our method. Now, learn our method and then you want to change it. Learn our method. Our method is makes money every day. So learn the method. If it doesn't work, then we, it's never not worked. So, so learn right. our method. And you've heard me say, there's a way to trade where you never lose your principal, but, but, you know, that's not hard to do. Um, but if you're walking in, um, you have to know the whole thing. So we tell you how to set yourself up as a retail trader. So while me, I, I think you're a trader, whether you trade institutionally or whether you trade retail, I don't like the day mm -hmm. trader. I trade in the day just like you. I could trade pre-market, aftermarket. It's just a trader. And I think mm -hmm. that's a, a term that the institutional traders try to use to sort of demean the ones who are doing it outside of themselves. But let me tell you something. Sure. Some of the retail traders like me are ballers and they, and they make millions a day, hundreds of thousands a day. So I say this to say that even I, my company, um, Simple Trader Pro, we purchased our own AI company, um, artificial intelligence. My my um, scanners are better than anybody on the on the street. So whether it's you know, you know, um, JP Morgan, whether whoever the, the bankers are, our people, our scanners are listen, I say this. We have institutional traders peeking their ear in every morning to try to see what we do. So our company is basically, we have one side that's for training. We have courses that you take to, to make you an expert trader, even yeah. if you traded before. And then we have another side where you come into our trade room. So our trade room is live every day. We're up every every morning at six, and then we're we'll to eight Eastern Standard Time when the when the last of the aftermarket closes. So we're up every mm -hmm. day. We have, we have people who know the sectors. So we cover the sectors. We do pre-market. We'll tell you about the specs and IPOs and we, we cover all of that and the things that you need to know to make money today. Then we're trading live. We're, we're, everybody is virtual, but you're trading live. And so, you know, my big room is just ruckus. It's just a bunch of guys and it's ruckus, but people love it. You know, I'm one of the few people that can say, you know, 98% of the people who've ever been in our trade room have stayed in our trade room. So that's what makes us lucrative, that we are saying and doing things that nobody else can say. Now we can can't say them on the open market because then we get the SEC talking to us about why are you, you know, giving out the information, you know, because I think what most people do not know is that the stuff that's on Bloomberg and Squawk Box is delayed. Ours is live. Our, and the way right. that we do our, our scans, you know, are 90 days out. So we tell you stuff before it's happening. So I, I think that, you know, I'm big on equities and I'm big on options that helps you trade crypto better. You have to know, you have to know the the stock. You have to know what it is, why it's moving. Right. So while as a tech yeah, fundamentals and all yeah, of the that. Fundamentals yeah. and blah blah blah. So but before that, I think <laughs> that as a trader, 
You know, if it's moving, let's make this money and get in and out. But if you're going long-term, you're going to have to know it. And we teach it. We also teach you how to set yourself up, you know. And once you finish the coursework, we put you in the live trade room with us. I put you in a smaller room. I We we have, we have work with you every single day live. We ask you, what are you in? What are you out? Where are you at? Blah, blah, blah. Is this working for you? We Before I let mm-hmm. you trade your own money, I'll put you on a simulator and say, let me see what you're doing. Because if you've invested in yourself, I tell people this is the best some 60 day semester course, the most lucrative that you will ever take because it's life changing. And I think once people see it, I'm like, what? I, you know, um, if I may, our metrics are, so they, they metric me all the time. They, they go back and test me. Mine is that when the bell rings at nine 30, bling, 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 I'm usually done in three minutes. That's if I trade, because usually I trade pre-market, I make a pretty good amount pre-market. So, um, three minutes, I'm in and out. Can you imagine making what Mm -hmm. people make in two or three months and three minutes. So I say that to mm. say, you know, be in, we're in, we're out. I have a thing, get your money, go home. You don't want to overtrade. You don't want right. to oh, get your money, go home, see you tomorrow. Let's do it again. And so I, I have, I think that you ought to plan. I'm a planner. I'm a data person. So what is the data? So nobody is sharing with you. And so again, I think that our, our info, our knowledge is just as tight as anybody on wall street. And uh, so I, I'm very, you know, excited for the opportunity for people who have never given access. Let me say this part. There are people who, um, banks who, they see people with the right zip code, right address, and they will say, you have $400,000 in the bank. Let me, sh- let me see what we can do for you. Let's see where we can put you. Let's see where we can put this money to, to, to give you a higher yield or whatever. There are, there are people who look like me and they'll look at it and they'll say, because I've had bankers tell me, uh, they just sold a house. That's new money for them. It's going to be gone in, in three years. Let's not even bother with them. Let's not give them the opportunities. And that's what I don't like. And so I need I need my people um, and everybody's my people, but I need people of color, especially, you know, to get sure. past the myths of trading. Trading is lucrative. It's a four trillion dollar a year business. There's a reason why it never shuts down. And there's a reason why people still do it every day. So uh, I, I think it is, it's worth you exploring. Now, if you, if it's not your calling or gifting, or it's too quick for you, most people who come in the trade, oh my gosh, that's quick. It is quick. Um, make your money, go home. So if it's too quick for you, then you know, of course, keep your day job. But most of the time we find a workaround for what I still have to work. Well, trade pre-market or trade aftermarket or learn to swing trade, sure. we'll work with you uh, to, to, to get you to the standard you want. So that's what we do. I'm very so, proud of what we're doing. So it's more like a community where once you guys become a, what, you know, you have a client becomes a part of Simple Trader Pro, you guys are teaching them to fish, but fishing with them. And then beyond that, helping them continue on that path, right? Because yeah. it's, you, I, I do find that trading is a lot like owning businesses, right? I invest in, in startups and, and in my own companies, I launch new lines of business all the time, right? I can think in the last 10 years, a, a dozen or, or a dozen or more huge lines of businesses that were from scratch, a brand new product that we're launching, right? right. And those, it's a lot like trading where as I build those products, as I hire people and, and build infrastructure for it, I have to nurture it yeah. and it continues, right? It never stops. And if you want it to grow, you have to continue to nurture that, right? Whereas yeah. You just hire a financial planner and you kind of just put it on autopilot. 
you're kind of taking a chance and probably will never make the most. Wouldn't you agree with that? You're never going to make the most. Let me give you an example. One of our top trainers, his name is uh, Kareem. He took his money out of, um, came from banking. He took his money out of his 401k. He said, I thought I had one 401k out of raw fiber and a regular IRA. Took his money out and uh, put it into um, the IRA here with a broker where he could trade it himself. Now, you know, there's rules associated with that. You can't short in some instances. And then and then um, you can't take the money out until you're 59, et cetera, et cetera. So, but could you imagine uh, putting your stock money on stocks and not taking it out and just growing it? The first day he traded this money, he made more than he made the year before. The first wow. day. Yeah, that's the impressive, first day. yeah. Not day two, day one. He made more than he had made the whole year before. And that should tell you how much they're not giving you by letting, or you're not getting it by being in someone, uh, letting someone trade for you. You don't even know. You can't even argue with them. It's like, why did you do this? Because you don't even know. Why would you set me? <laughs> and, you know, in Uber, when something else was better, you know, but you, you can't, why am I in tech only when I should have a balanced portfolio? You know, why am I sure. not in industrials? Why am I not in EV? Why am I not in gas and oil? I mean, why am I not in, and, and, and there's a, you know, of the 12. And so there's, there's opportunities, but if you, you don't, I keep saying, you don't know what you don't know. And so our course is very thorough and people come up like, ah. so then all of a sudden everybody's a genius. And then, and then, you know, and we were doing this before there was a trade, a, a you know, a game, GameStop, you know, where everybody made a gazillion dollars. And um, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I'm just like, you know, come on, if you really want to learn and you want this to be your livelihood, we have, we can show you the people, you know, that yeah. have come in, learned, scaled up, because I'm a scale you, you got to scale yourself up. And then we're able to, you know, after a year or so, leave their job and trade full time because they they had what it took. We prepped it. We prepared it. And they were go. Geo. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I love it all. I mean, I think in today's economy, you know, when when you're looking at different paths, I, I lecture regularly at universities and typically with the, the incoming class. So freshmen, but also seniors, you know, and as I'm talking with them and trying to figure out what do you want to do now? Right. Have you interned yeah. here? What's your path? And, you know, especially Gen Z, you know, they have these, these ideas, right. That they want to uh, be a, a creator and they want to do this and make an impact in the world. And those, those are all great things. And I think we are seeing with the work from home, uh, movement and um, of course COVID, the economy has changed and people I think have realized Rosetta that you 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 can choose a different path than just wholesaling your time and your skills to a company, yeah. right? And of course you got to get there first because it's you're not going to graduate college and where are you getting the money? Right. But if you go out there and you work and you start to make that money, there are absolutely other options for you to live the best life that yes. that, that you want to. And yes, if you choose you corporate, stop. corporate, corporate is great. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't box yourself in there. There's other opportunities and people have taken trading uh, and used it as their job, which is a great job to have. And then it's parlayed them into their desire. You know, I desire to do yeah. this and, or, or even be a philanthropist, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I just love trading. I'm a, I'm a, you know, what like some people hate, hate getting up to go to work. I'm like, it's money Monday. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, you're making a big impact in the community all around. I mean, I think it's a great thing that you you have your your eyes and ears open to not only the 
the folks who have the money already, because that might be easier for you to do what all the other firms are doing. Just go mm -hmm. after the folks with money and then schmooze them and say, come over here with me because yeah. I have a proven track record. But you're actually saying, no, you know, let me go to the people who who haven't been exposed and don't have the right tools right. and then help them. So for, for that, I mean, I really commend you. And I think it's Thank a you. it's a great thing. So tell us how we can find you. Do they go to the website to sign up? I mean, yes. how, how do we do this? SimpleTraderPro.com. Go to SimpleTraderPro.com. And um, one of the things that I say, I'm from the Midwest, from Kansas City, Missouri, which is called the show me state. So I can talk about it, but let me show you. So I do something that um, causes my IT team. They are mad at me every single Tuesday, because one of the things, if you go to the site, you, you can sign up for a free day with us in the trade room. Sign up and you can you come pre-market. You'll run through the pre-market routine with us, see what that looks like. And I'll let you stay on for maybe five, 10 minutes. The bing, 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 the bell rings and you'll see us trade live. There's something about seeing people, their live trades, making this money just like that, that will just take all my talking away. Now, most people are not going to understand what we're talking about beforehand, but when that bell rings and you <laughs> see the thing and it goes green, 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 green. And, you know, I'm a believer that my first trade has to be green. I trade Tesla every day. So I can, I could probably make more money quicker than anybody. So if you can see it, you can say, got to do that. <laughs> my career has been changed. And I always tell people, well, let me say, don't, don't, don't say anything when, when you want to become a trader full-time because we're showing you what can happen every single day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One yeah. Trade. No. And I think it's, it, it's great. We're going to put it into the show notes, post it in the blog, social media, all that stuff and give everybody the, uh, the, the yeah, links we'll let you to make sure day, that they try it out. Day. Yeah. Come day, come and just see it for one day for yourself. Just take 45 minutes. It only takes about 45 minutes. Come see people trade live and you're going to be like, Oh, okay. There's money in the earth. Make that money. Money in the earth. And let's go. That's yeah. right. No, there, it's, a, it's a great time. I mean, there's, I know, you know, even going through COVID, there's been a lot of ups and downs for everyone, whether it's health or finance and, and all of that, the government. And there's a lot of things. But um, what I see every day, because I work in the marketing side of business, is companies who are excited about, you know, of course, they have problems with supply chain and all of that, too. Yes. But yes, they're looking at like those problems are going to get resolved. They just yeah. will. Right. And, and then things yeah. will get back to somewhat normal or something different. Right. Like uh, what company was it that just announced today? Oh, Amazon actually announced yesterday that uh, most of their executives can choose to work from home permanently. And why not? And why not? And why not? And why, so yeah, doing you're the seeing work. the shift. They're getting the work done. I, can I just share this with you? I try to tell sure. people I'm, I'm, you know, some people are half glass, half full, some half empty. I am, I'm glass over the top. Let's go. Um, <laughs> this has been, a, you know, this pandemic, you can look at it one way. I, it's an access shift and I call it AXIS shift, uh, but it's given people access, ACCESS shift. Right. And access, I like that. So please don't miss your opportunity for all the people who said, if I just had time, I would do this or I would do that. You have the time now. You've had the time. Yeah. Let's go. And there's nothing wrong. Be, you know, walk through the door. Doors are being open for people. Mm -hmm. And so I say, walk through the door. If it doesn't work out for you, it doesn't work out. But at least take a step forward and don't get stuck. And I say that to young people all the time. What's it going to hurt to walk through the door? It's going to hurt. You're going to see something new, different, and it might just change your life. And I think that 
that is what's happened to me. You know, I say accidental, but you know, I've walked through doors nobody else would walk through, and and they've been they've ended up being very, 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 very lucrative and being a blessing to the family and community. It's my it's my responsibility now to give back. Oh man, you 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 ended it on such a good positive note with the glass just spilling over. So on that, thank you so much, Rosetta, for being a guest on the show. Well, thank you for having me, Alex. You know, thank you. Blessings to you. Thank you. <laughs>